This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Killer bears, locust wings, things I almost remember. But now songs we all sing till they all get dismembered. Some you hold sacred and tight. Most won't go down without a fight. Just know with our empathy, we kill your memories. There we go. I'm a little sad, though. Why are you sad? I don't know. My memories are going to be killed. Oh, everyone's memories. Well, are you make be it sound killed. like this is a fight. This isn't. This isn't a death battle bracket. It's kind of a death battle bracket. One song will survive. No we, one's going to kill by bees. Yet. We haven't talked about it yet. Uh, you guys don't know who I am yet, but can I ask a question? Yes. What was that song? Anastasia. Oh, Once cheater. upon a December. Cheater. It's a Disney movie now. On a technicality. That's cheating. Welcome to Bakersfield. I'm Joel. I'm Kent, and I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show. Our musical tearing show. Tear tomorrow. Tear tomorrow. Oh, that's so cute. And we had some fun feedback on the social media, but specifically we're headed to Twitter today. Jeff at RIP Burt Confie said, this was my favorite episode in quite some time, exclamation point. Aw. I love musicals, especially movie musicals. I disagreed with a few of your rankings, but that's not unexpected. It's true. It's, it's not unexpected. Not. And then he actually no. went through and tiered the whole thing. Yeah. That's and cool. Overall, his list was pretty good, except for he hadn't seen some. He hadn't seen some. One, yeah. one, one particular he said he hadn't seen Little Shop of Horrors. And uh, he yeah. said, I don't, the I don't, he said, I don't plan on seeing it. Right. And I let him know, it's basically the sequel series of Star Wars. And he was <laughs> totally <laughs> just, into it Just that. don't watch the dark ending. <laughs> no, no, no. Brandon Gehrig, who was uh, recently featured on our uh, uh, anniversary. Brandon Gehrig. Yes, yes. Great voice. Great voice. I said, great show, exclamation Keep point. Mind. I love musicals, exclamation point. Uh, in high school, my English teacher handed us Pygmalion, and I immediately recognized it as My Fair Lady, thanks to my childhood training. I let a few of my friends know, watched it together. With a little bit of luck, we all got bees on our test. Nice. <laughs> Tier one, FYI. Yeah, bees get well degrees. Well done. Yeah. And then Ryan Farron uh, says, I enjoyed this show. Seems like 786 Joel was the only one rage singing, though. And, uh, <laughs> well, that probably was my favorite. Zach, I'm glad bit. you're back. I thought you were going to get kicked off after last week. I got week. kicked off more than ever after returning after some... Uh, that yeah, was like season two Joel anger right there. Yeah. I, well, I have passion for musicals. Yes, so. a lot. I have returned. I'm back. We're Which good. is why I'm kind of bugged. Why? Because of today's. Well, Because it's more, more music? Yes. There's going to be some rage. Ryan goes on to say, I didn't have any major problems with your picks. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, seems like at least two of you were in the ballpark most of the time. Bacon sale. Hey. Yeah. Good average. Bacon sale approved. Yeah, there we go. So uh, thank you all for participating with that. We had some fun. We did. But that's not what we're talking about today. <sighs> what are we talking about today, Zach? Don't say it like that. What are we talking about today, Zach? We're I'm... killing your childhood today. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, Joel, you said... It's not a death battle, but I always view these as one will win, the rest will lose. This is Highlander, the music version. We are returning to the world of brackets, and we're doing so with huh, Disney huh. songs. Disney animated Disney songs. Disney animated songs. I, I feel bad, by the way, because we keep saying we're going to limit this to animated songs, but then we're never going to do a live action song show. No, because it'd be Mary Poppins. Yeah. And um, so that's I, it. I literally watched Mary How Poppins. Does and I was like, know? we should include this. It's oh. animated in the sequence, but no, it didn't fit. Yeah. So we came up with a list of oh, close to 100 songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we started chopping it down. 
and we created a bracket, which you can actually find at BaconCell.com, of 64 of these songs. You see, you hear that exasperated sound, <laughs> listener. That's Joel being very nervous about the reaction to this bracket. Because I, people are going to be like, what about this song? What about this song? I want to yes. know where people's emotions are on this one because we've done Disney villains. We've done Disney heroes. We've done Disney sidekicks. We did. In a very explosive those bracket. those battles to the death. This one... These are songs that people hold true. And granted, it's not like this song could beat this song because it has immortality, Mm -hmm. right? That's not going to be like the criteria here. It's just going to be a lot of personal preference and maybe some argument on the side. Yeah, and there's some objective things we can look at, but not on every song. No, not right. really. Uh, and actually, back on uh, Bacon Cell episode 151, the Bacon Cell Necessities, back in April of 2018, we did a category show of Disney songs. And we said, okay, we've got like 36 categories, but we're only doing 12 today. We'll do a part two later. Wait, we never did a sequel to that show? In 2018, we have not done a sequel yet. Well, now we're just doing this like is the, the sequel. This isn't a sequel, sequel, though. This is more like a spinoff, because I yeah. wanted that other category show, because a category show, I don't have to vote out my favorite songs <laughs> because here's why i'm exasperated <laughs> why i'm exasperated is because first of all we, we divided it into categories we said okay we have four categories right we have the i want song the i want Perfect. section we have the miscellaneous section i'm going top bottom mm-hmm. other side is going to be villains and sidekicks songs perfect and then we have the love songs. love songs love or strong affection which once again I was actually perfectly fine with this Mm because I was like, yeah, that makes sense to kind of pit them against each other. It was actually a surprising lack of uh, villain villain songs, songs. yeah, which is why we had to go villains and sidekicks because we couldn't fill out an entire 16 with great ones, we should say. Right. And there's other ones we wanted to include. But then... Yeah, Radigan's not on here, guys. Sorry. Radigan or Goofy Movie. There's no villain in Goofy Movie. No. Uh, Um, But Max is the villain. Yeah, he is. He kind of is. But then I went, okay, well, how can we objectively... This is probably the most sports we've ever gone on a bracket. Because I seated We these. did a sports movie bracket. We did. <laughs> but I guess that was seated by box office. Yes. This is kind of that same vein because we did we did these kind of regions. It was stat-based. And then we did stats. Yes. Which was we went with Spotify streams. So our number one seed had the most Spotify streams in that category. The number 16 had the least in that category. And we are, I am yes. mad. Why are you mad? There are matchups here that I would never in a million years had put in the first round because I don't want to have to pick between those two songs. Eventually, right only one is going to win, Joel. That's what you have to remember. And I, yes. And, and we're only going from 64 songs to 32 songs yes. in this first yes. part. One, one round. Of and it. there are going to be some darlings that are destroyed. And we are sorry, but wait till part two. Well, the interesting thing by your seating by Spotify, you'll find that that pits a lot of modern songs against classics. Yes. Because the more modern and recent songs may have been streamed more Basically, in this era. I learned that Spotify is, is listened to by a bunch of teeny bopper kids who don't know a good song when it plays. You do realize that like Kids YouTube has like 47 billion views on every I don't video. think I'm ever going to use Spotify again. That is, that is what Joel, Spotify Joel, is. Joel, by the my, way, I should my mention... Zach. By the way, I should mention, uh, we also have a Spotify playlist <laughs> that we will be sharing. Spotify is the I'll worst. I'll never listen again. You can go to BaconCell.com and click our link. Yeah, it'll be at BaconCell.com. You can find, you'll be able to find not only the bracket, but you'll also be able to find the Spotify playlist. You, you sound so conflicted, Joel. I am, because I love listening to these songs, but every time I'll be like, oh, I love this one. Oh, I'm going to have to put it against this song? Oh, no, because this is, like you said, my childhood, and I'm going to have to pick it's a darling. It's everyone's childhood. If you've ever, listener, if you've ever wanted to participate in one of our brackets, this is going to be the one. Go and print yourself one. Take it to a group of friends. There's going to be a family parties, cause contention. And if you've ever wanted to live tweet while you're listening, this is going to be an episode to do it. I'm at a point where I don't know what song will win. 
I, I don't, don't have don't a favorite because there are so many favorites here. It's a Mo- lot of good ones. I went through the first round, and it legitimately can go both ways on most every single matchup. So it is going to be best two out of three. So we will be voting, and sometimes there will be a clean sweep, but sometimes there will be a tiebreaker. So we're going to go at random and pick which song moves on to round two. Do you think we can explain this anymore to that avoid is it. Let's do going it. into this? Or Let's going? kill some darlings. Oh, darn. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, for our first matchup, we oh by the way, listener, there's going to be some singing in here. For our first matchup, we have "Let It Go" from Frozen. Let, Let it go. go. Let it go. Pinky. It went so heavy. So yeah, we have to hit that high note right there. Uh, this is sung by Adina Menzel. Yes. And out there from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Out there. He's got so much vibrato. Was he underwater? I hate it. No, he's basically the male equivalent of Snow White. Huh. Uh, that's sung by Tony J. Wait, Tony J is that or Tom Holtz? Which one is the hunchback? Tony J is Frollo. Yeah, okay, so that's Tom Holtz is mm-hmm. the hunchback. Let's just jump into it then. Let's okay. do it. So no, we no. do have some random facts that we're going to talk about, and just I think we should just so, go on a pick. Just objectively, Let It Go is coming in as our number one seed with uh, the highest overall streams of 471 million. Like you said, these over. punk kids punk listening kids, to Spotify. Uh, it's literally kids listening to this over again. And then out there comes in our 16th seed with only four. So this million. is the I want category. So Let It Go. Oh, yeah, we should clarify that. Yes. Yeah, Let It Go. What does also want in this song she wants to she wants to, to break, break free. free i was just about to say that <laughs> yeah because she was meant to be a villain in the movie this yeah. was the ice queen story and then once they wrote this song and this was written by uh robert and Kristen, Kristen anderson, anderson lopez, lopez who, uh, who has my wife's team we've done a lot of the yeah. newer disney so stuff. they rewrote her entire arc changed the entire movie because of this song. oh and you can tell yeah, halfway through this movie, it's tell. like, oh, she was supposed to be the villain, and then the, mo- then the no, music they, stops. So they, yeah, they did. They had to whole retool the whole movie, and then they they knew they wanted to have an Elsa bad a song, is what they called it. Yeah, and so family they, friendly. They they kept trying to come up with something, and as they were walking in Prospect Park, that the husband and wife team were throwing phrases at each other, and then at one point the husband said "Kingdom of Isolation," and they're like, oh. And then he improvised the first four lines on the spot, which you can kind of tell. No, it's Frozen Fractals. That's the best part of the song. That's later Frozen on. Frozen yes. Fractals. I love so that. out there, Quasimodo is singing of what life is like outside the bell tower. Out there. Because he's being told in like the precursor sung by Frollo that he shouldn't leave because people make fun of him. Which, oh, man. Only I understand. It is so horrible. Listening to the way Frollo speaks, and we're like, yeah. and, and you're ugly. But then Quasimodo ugly. still imagines, hey, it would be nice to get out there. Yeah. I do think maybe he has the better I want song, but it's a very sleepy show tune out there is. So this is an interesting matchup for me because I actually am not fond of either one of these singers, but I do like both you of these like songs. You don't like Adele Dazeem? Not a ton. It's huh. Alphaba. I like Alphaba just fine. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I really don't like whoever, Tony, whoever. Tom Holtz. Tom Holtz. I don't particularly like So you don't have voice. a favorite. So I'm going to go... I'll, I'll put my vote out right away. I'm going to go with Let It Go because it's not the song's fault. It's overplayed. I think it's a good song. I think that Hunchback is fine. I've heard community theater singers do better singing that song. So as we're, if we're going into the movie, I'm going to go with Let It Go. There's no way, as much as I want to, we can eliminate Let It Go in the first round. It's, it's the juggernaut. No, the, I mean, there's no question here. It's got to be that because out there, I'll say it, was the only song I kept forgetting what it was. Yeah. I kept being like, wait, what's that song? I listened to it. There it is. It okay. doesn't even have like the same emotion that the other Hunchback songs do. Mm, no. I think it has the emotion. It just doesn't have the, mem- the, the catchiness. It's not the best song from that show on this bracket. Let it go moves forward. There we go. Let it go moves on. Let it go. 
And now we have reflection from Mulan. Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? We can't sing the whole Why thing. Why did it get so pretty all of a sudden? Go for, against Go the Distance from Hercules. Oh, can go the distance. <laughs> That's the Michael Bolton version. I will find my, my way. way. I will go the distance. Wait, do yours again, Joel. I can go the distance. That's oh, Michael that Bolton. The, that's the Michael Bolton that's Michael version. Bolton. Yeah, yeah, it's that. very breathy. Yeah. It's the way he does it. He does. Uh, so Reflection is actually sung by Leia Salonga, who is both Jasmine and Mulan's Correct. singing voice. She's two Disney princess singing voice. The radio version, many people know, by Christina Aguilera. Which I didn't know this. Uh, apparently that song, Reflection, gave Christina kind of her break. Yeah, she was 17. I was, well, and I, I just, Christina Aguilera is one of those Pretty people that sure I thought that was been popular. in the bottle. Just well, saying. that's what I'm saying. She already had a hit before that, but this apparently made her big. All right. And then you got to go the distance sung by Roger Bart, who was the, I think he was the voice of her. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he was a singing he's voice. A, he's a singing voice. Yeah, Tate a Donovan, these, I believe, is the voice. Yeah, Tate Donovan. Thank you. Because a lot of these, they have the actors who do their acting, yep. and then they can't sing, which is weird if you're going to hire somebody and they can't sing. Yeah, Donny Osmond actually auditioned for Hercules, but they said, you sound too old. Ouch. But he did sing in another Disney movie, which we'll talk about. We'll get to that. Yes. We talk about the I want. So Hercules, it is a prayer to the gods to help him find where he belongs. And then later he sings it again and he wants to become the true hero and prove himself. Whereas in Mulan, this is right after she deals with the matchmaker uh-huh. in it. It's a failure and she doesn't want to disappoint her family, but she doesn't want to pretend who she is not. And these are both, I was going to say, this is our eight and nine seed. So these are both really close to one another. Reflection is my skippable song. So I'm going go the distance. And I'm going to go reflection on this one. Why? Because maybe it's because I listen to the Milan soundtrack a lot more than I listen to the Hercules soundtrack. But I thought Reflection was one of those kind of beautiful songs that, and when I mean, especially when they hit the high notes and things like that, that I, it was moving. Go the distance was good, it's but powerful. It's good. I like both of these songs. That's why I don't want to pick one. But I'm going with Reflection because I felt like out of the two, well, it does have more streams, and I feel like it has more emotion in it. Zach, you're breaking the tie. When I was a child, I liked to watch the Disney Channel. And one of the things it would show is, is the Young Musicians Symphony Orchestra. And they were advertising playing a certain song uh, that is in this matchup. And I was so excited to watch the symphony for this one song. Unfortunately, we had to go to a family gathering. I wasn't <laughs> able to watch it. It took a turn. My mom, I, I, I begged my mom, please, please record this on the VCR. And she did. And I got to sit down and watch Michael Bolton sing Go the Distance with the Young Musician Symphony Orchestra. Yes! I love this song. Out, move on. I don't like reflections. It's oh, neither do again, I. Again, not the best song from Mulan on this bracket. Um, I my reflection nope. go the show. distance is an all timer. I Thank love you, Zach's it. Mom. Thanks, Zach's Mom. Thank you, VCR. Yeah. Thank you, VCR. That go hurts. the distance. May go the distance. It moves on. I am on my way. I can go the distance. I don't care. Now we have I just can't wait to be king from the Lion King. I'm gonna, gonna be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never well, I've seen, seen a king no, of beasts guys, with quite so little hair. We can't sing. I'm gonna be the main <laughs> the event entire like song. no king was before. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Against Belle from now, Beauty and the Beast. There goes the baker with his tray like always. <laughs> I'm carrying the tray. You are. It's very good. <laughs> okay, Belle. Get your bread somewhere else. I always thought it says, I need success. 
What? Six eggs. She's literally asking yeah. for eggs. But I always thought it was deeper. It's like, I need success. That's too expensive. It's six eggs. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah everybody knows that, but she, you can. I, no. <laughs> I was like, I need success which, too. What are the price of eggs in this place? Yeah, like can chickens you buy, literally drop them out of themselves. Can you buy five eggs? Is that cheap enough? Why? Belle's just walking around like throwing shade at the whole town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she kind That's of what is. I say. Like, actually, the Belle song is kind of the Belle is a jerk song because, like, yes, the town is kind of judging her because she reads books, whatever. This but then she's just like, everyone here, life. Is, everyone here is so quaint and simple, and I'm so much better than them. And I was like, geez, Belle, tone it down a bit. You kind of earned this, you know. Yeah. Uh, then you got I Just Can't Wait to Be King, which, Zach, can you just do the, the musical starting to... Now do Under the Sea. I don't know what it is. I really don't actually. I, just, do the I same actually did this already in episode one fifty one. But no, what is it? Okay, I don't even. Know. I don't feel that Simba's "I Want" song is deep at all. In fact, it's quite selfish. No, but that's the whole know. point. Is that this is the hubris? Like, if you yes. notice, this is the funnest song to come in Lion King, and then right after that. Mufasa dies. Yeah, he kills his dad. He doesn't kill he him. He kills his dad. It's he his doesn't. fault. It's, it's his fault. Shut up, Scar. <laughs> and then he goes and plays with friends. When does Seth Rogen show up? Oh, uh, shut your face. <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> I should clarify. I did not do any research on any of the well, last remakes. Where, yeah, because we're not going to mention those. Whereas yep. Belle, she is tired of her boring life, and she wants to escape into the adventures of her novels. I have to say, I, I think that I just can't wait to be king. You have super fun, so colorful. The animation is gorgeous. Yeah. And then with Belle, it's it's the most storytelling it of is, any of yes. these. It's the most Broadway introductory song ever, where yeah. it's like, we're going to introduce all these characters. We're going to introduce what they want, their motivations. And Gaston shows up for the end of the song. Yes. Like, oh, it's a perfect the introduction. The moment when I met her, saw her. Which Gaston actually has a very good voice. Just pointing that out. And I fell. It's true, LeFou. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, and... Uh, this isn't an easy one for me because I do like both of these. And Belle was actually nominated for an Academy Award, but it lost uh, to another song from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was also like Beauty and the Beast itself was nominated for Best Picture, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it? So, yeah. You know. And I just feel like between the two of these, I'm going to go with I Just Can't Wait to Be King only because it is the one that it comes on I want to sing along with. Whereas Belle, it's a fun ensemble piece, but it's not the best song in the movie. So yeah. I'm going to go after you so I can give Kent a choice because I'm going to go with Belle. I actually love that it sets up so many things. You get to know what's going on in the story. It kicks it off with a bang and I do think it's it's beautiful. So I'm going to go with Belle. I'm going with Belle as well. No. Oh, come on! Yeah, when, when she's actually up on the hill and the wind's blowing, it's actually a beautiful piece of animation. And Are you it, kidding it me? It complements the entire this scene. This early in the show? Yeah. It's going to happen, Joel. I know you hate Lion King. <laughs> Don't take it out on Simba's I Want I like, song. I like Lion King. You hate Lion King. You've always hated Lion King. The and I hate you. <laughs> Bella moves on. <laughs> there goes the baker with his train like always. The same old bread and rolls to sell. All right, now we have Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I just saw the mashup, and I'm really in, in pain right now. Yeah. Yep. And one jump ahead from Aladdin. One jump ahead of the bread line. One, one swing ahead, ahead of the, the sword. sword. I steal only, only what I can't afford. afford. And that's everything. That's everything. You guys both think you're Aladdin. We found out on a previous episode. We, 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 we all want to be Aladdin. I don't even want to vote anymore because no matter what I vote for, you two idiots are going to vote the other way. <laughs> so I'm going to vote first on this one. But before I do, Part of Your World is sung by Jody Benson and One Jump Ahead sung by Brad Kane. Once not, again, not the guy from Full House, Jody by the way. Benson is the full speaking voice and singing voice of yes, Ariel, whereas Brad cool. Kane is only the singing voice for Aladdin. And I do want to talk about some of the uh, composers and the, the writers of these songs because they're 
continue into so many of these movies. So, for example, Little Mermaid, written by Howard Ashman and Alan Menken. Yeah. And Super, Aladdin yeah. was Alan Menken and Tim Rice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So these are like mainstays. Well, because Howard Ashman, I believe, passed yeah. away. He passed exactly. away prior to Aladdin. Yeah, prior to Aladdin. So they wanted to find kind of someone else to fill that role. And yeah. Tim Rice came along with lyrics. Um, are we going to vote? Want to go with vote here? Well, a little more facts about both of these. So Part of Your World actually has been... Alan Menken worked on Little Shop of Horrors. I want to point that out. Yeah. And they've actually compared Part of Your World to Somewhere That's Green. There's some musical and lyrical connections between really? the two. Yep. And Zach, you bashed on Somewhere That's Green earlier. Yep. Because so I don't like the actress that sings it. <gasps> so I think that that's dull. She is fantastic. No, don't like it. Well, can I vote then? Because I'm going to tell you right now, Part of Your World is the greatest I want song. Of all of them. Yeah. It's part of your world. I love One Jump Ahead. I know. What, what can we do to talk about One Jump Ahead longer? Because I, I know we all love Aladdin and we well, all love this song. Well, for example, his I want is obviously he has to steal in order to survive. And then he later questions if there's a better future for him. But there's the turn of the character when he gets what he wants and he has to admit that, hey, this isn't exactly what it's cracked up to be and he needs to tell the truth about it. And actually, by the way, the, I, the One Jump Ahead was supposed to be like originally it was like this this slower kind of more profound mm-hmm. uh, proud of your boy where he talked about his mother oh, who's disappointed in his life choices I love proud of your boy so much but you've heard it it's on the broadway show and it's beautiful yeah but they Elitist. cut it they cut oh, it because they so wanted good. something a little more peppy a little more upbeat yeah. and howard ashman actually wrote the lyrics to proud he of did your boy. yeah but, but, but they ended up going with one jump ahead i hate to see it go but it's classic before it goes can we just sing the best part or do we Let's not be too hasty. Still, I think he's rather tasty. Obnoxious. There we go. That was good. That was good. Are you still listening? No, not at all. Uh, with that, part of your world moves on. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has? Next up, we have how far I'll go from Moana. I've been staring at the edge, edge of, of the water long as I can remember. remember. You just want to jump into the chorus? That's what I know. There's See the light no. in the side and the... That's why I didn't do it. me. <laughs> Again, someday my prince will come I'll from sing Snow like my, White. I'll sing it like two, my three-year-old sings. No, no. No, I don't. Again, someday my prince will come from Snow White. my prince will come. That was good. By okay. the way, we talk about the voice of Snow White a lot. It, her name is Adriana Casalotti. Mm-hmm. Snow White was written by Frank Churchill and Larry Mori. They did a lot of the classic Disney stuff back in the day. It's kind of sad that Adriana Casalotti's story is kind of sad because is. she was a showgirl. Uh, well, I shouldn't say showgirl. She was a chorus girl. Mm-hmm. And then Disney hired her as the voice of Snow White. She was paid seven, or $970 while working on the film, which is about $17,000. So not oh, that much at all. Wow. Uh, she was not credited for the role, <gasps> and she had trouble finding work after because well, Disney basically said, "I don't want to spoil the illusion." Yeah, she was of under Snow contract White. to not do any more voice work or anything. Yeah, so Jack Benny like wanted to have him on the on her radio on his radio show, and he's like, "I'm sorry, can't use her voice." Also, Disney wouldn't let him. A lot of these wow. old Disney songs became like jazz classics. Yeah, like "Someday My Prince Will Come" was covered by Dave Brubeck. Miles mm-hmm. Davis has some staying power there, obviously. If you have a keen eye, by the way, if you look in uh, Frank Capra's "It's a Wonderful Life," mm-hmm. Adriana Casalotti, I keep messing up her name. She's actually a singer in the, the bar oh, as, okay. as he's praying, uh, as, Jamie, as Jimmy Stewart's praying. She's back there singing. Huh. So a little Snow White cameo there. Where is Moana? The music was written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Heard yes. of him? 
Uh, it was actually nominated. Uh, How far ago was nominated for Academy Award for Best Original Song, but lost to City of Stars by La La Land. Not Thanks. even the best song on that show. Uh, um, you mentioned that uh, How Far Ago uh, sung by Ali, Ali Carvalho, who is Carvalho, who also did Carvalho. Thank you. She's Portuguese. No, she's not. she's Hawaiian and Portuguese. She, it's not. Yeah, but her name is not pronounced in Portuguese way. Carvalho. It's pronounced in the Hawaiian way. No, it's Portuguese. Oh come on. She also did the speaking voice. She did. And she was like 16 when she did yeah. this. She was like super a, young. A, a great find, you know, never heard of her before and just perfect for the role. I do feel like Moana's I Want song has a deeper message than Someday My Prince Will Come. Oh, it was so a different time. Wanting romance is lesser than wanting to go sailing? Not sailing, but to explore beyond your home. Just saying, don't downplay her song just because she wants to find love. She wants Kent. love. Joel, romance is great, but have you ever been sailing? Yes, it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> uh, Especially when the ocean is your best friend. Yeah, when you, you can high-five the ocean, I would go. Well, yeah. I don't know to pick on this one because there's legacy and there's the more powerful song because I do feel like How Far I'll Go is more powerful. So, I'm, okay, I'm going to go first. How Far I'll Go is my vote. I don't want Joel to get mad at me, so I'm just going to vote how far I'll go. Oh, I'm sorry. I would have voted for how far I'll go. Okay. okay. Plain sweep on I, that I, one. I give my respect. Totally come, But that is one of those Disney songs that I don't feel has the staying power. Maybe because her voice is... is I mean, this was recorded in 1937, yeah. for crying different, out loud. Totally different style. I mean, the people audio were talking different. different back then. Yeah. And so I... I I enjoy Someday My Prince Will Come, but it's not one of the ones that I will sing along with, mostly because I can't hit the notes. Well, and I'll tell you, I think it's a beautiful instrumental. I prefer it just being played by an orchestra without the, the singing. See, and I like her voice just because it does sound like, I don't know, Disney Princess. Innocent sure. Disney Princess. Sure. I mean, she's like the OG. Yeah. Oh, I get it, but uh, how far? It's the OP. OP. Original Princess. Yeah, Original mm-hmm. Princess. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. My how far I'll go. Moves on. See the line with the Now we have for the first time in forever from Frozen. Cause for the first time in forever, there'll okay. be music, there'll be light. Against against almost there from Princess and the Frog. Almost there, almost there. That's good. Uh, we, did, we jazz hands. So too, first time we, we were all doing jazz hands. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good. Uh, for the first time in forever, sung by uh, Kristen Bell and Anna <laughs> Menzel, who are both speaking and singing voices of their characters, Prince Anna and Queen Elsa. And then you get almost there, which is sung by Anika Noni Rose, who is the voice of Tiana. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Princess and the Frog music was written by Randy Newman. I didn't actually know that before the research on this one. <laughs> no. Wait, did you just grr Randy Newman? <laughs> no. Did you just grr Randy no, Newman? No, I didn't. Tiana. Tiana's great. Well, uh, Randy Newman sure? did this music? He did. The, he all did? of it? Yes. He was He was like the main composer for the music. So, Zach, the please. You got some Princess and some Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> you got some Princess and some Frogs. Your people ain't got no frogs. <laughs> Tiana is singing about... Like living out of her dream, which is opening up her own restaurant. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anna and Elsa are singing, uh, they have different messages I hear, but Anna singing about her happiness and optimism about the coronation, and Elsa singing about her worries about opening the gates. Fun fact, by the way, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't ever notice this until I listen, until I read this fact and then listened to the song. Okay. But in the first time forever, uh, Princess Anna's singing and she's talking about meeting this guy, and then out of nowhere she says, I want to stuff some chocolate in my face. And I was like, oh, that, that seems like a non sequitur, like kind of out of nowhere, like a filler lyric. And it's because it is. The original line actually was, I hope that I don't vomit in his face. Yeah, not allowed. She meets this cute guy. That she's like, I'm going to be a guy at the party. He's going to be really cool. Hope I don't vomit in his face. That but was actually did, her superpower. Elsa yeah. was ice. <laughs> Anna was vomit. Oh, But yeah, and yeah. Uh, Disney said, no, no, no bodily fluids in songs. 
And Actually, we're going to try to disprove that on this show. <laughs> I think that the music there is lovely, but the lyrics are, are kind of nonsense. But it's yes. that more playful. Well, it's Anna. Anna, Anna, Anna is playful. nonsense, who knew, though. We know eight, who knew we owned 8,000 Salad I'm going plays. first. Almost There is a banger. Okay. I love the way that Anika Noni Rose sings this song. There's so much soul here. And I think it's the highlight of the entire musical. So that's my vote. I'm voting for the first time in forever because <sighs> I feel like that one is more fun to sing along with. Almost there. Mm-hmm. If you notice, we started singing uh, for the first time in forever. And we all started kind of singing the lyrics together. And then almost there, we only repeated the title twice because I don't think we could well, sing the entire song. That is song. the song, though. That is how the song goes. But what comes after that? Oh, it's uh, people down here think I'm crazy, but You're looking I at the don't lyrics. care. You're literally looking I at the lyrics. I wrote down the lyrics. Why wouldn't I use my notes? <laughs> you didn't even get the tune right. Uh, uh, Have all, we got the tune right at all? Almost There was actually nominated for Best Original Song at the 82nd Academy Awards, but it lost to The Weary Kind from Crazy Heart, which I actually really like. That's a good song. Zach, break the tie. Oh, this is really, really tough. Almost There is super, super fun. Whereas for the first time in forever, I like the Elsa stuff in that. I actually think it gets, um, when it comes back, and gets a little bit more dramatic yes. as mm-hmm. Elsa Frieza stuff. Um, I think that adds a different dynamic to that song. That's it's it's really, like a preview to a Let It Go. Yes, uh, which kind of makes it a little more interesting to me. I'm going to go with For the First Time in Forever. <sighs> for the first time in forever, Zach agrees with, with me. <laughs> I suddenly see him standing there, a beautiful stranger, tall and fair. I want to stuff some chocolate in my face. Next, we have Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. Into, Into the, the Unknown! <laughs> Wait, you got to do all three. Into the Unknown! <laughs> Into, Into the, the Unknown! unknown. <laughs> no, oh, you should stop this right now. Zach, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of did, you two for trying to sing did that. Did the used to just come into the room? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Against a dream is a wish your heart makes from Cinderella. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep. So Into the Unknown, sung by Adina Menzel, featuring Aurora, the Icelandic singer, yeah, but not. also happens to be the name of a Disney princess. What? That's kind of cool. A dream is a wish Aurora your heart makes. Aurora just goes, oh. Yeah, that's her. She's the siren call. A dream, a dream is what your heart makes is actually sung by Eileen Woods, who is the voice singing voice of Cinderella. She's adorable, by the way. Mm-hmm. I watched some videos of her, like some old footage of her on like Perry Como show. Adorable. So Cinderella singing to her animal friends and telling them to never stop dreaming. Whereas Elsa, she has an inner conflict over deciding whether or not to leave Arendelle and track down the source of a mysterious voice that she keeps hearing. But can I be <laughs> honest? I, I gotta say, I like Into the Unknown I do better too. than Let It Go. No. Oh, what? I do. What? I don't no, like the movie. Is, I don't like the whole thing. This is like, but I like we the song. need a belter. We need I mean. a song. Like, Let It Go came out and it was everywhere. Right. And then Into the Unknown came out and it's like, okay, let's see how this listen. This, let's see how this plays out. And I listened to it and I was like, okay, that was pretty good. I think it's a cool song. See, I actually like the, uh, the follow up song in Frozen 2 better. What? The one where she's like snowboarding through the ice caves. <laughs> snowboarding through the ice caves. Oh. So it's like, uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, whatever it was. And it. She's looking for herself. I hate Frozen 2. I hate that this is a matchup, by the way. I think these are... Uh, uh, Dream is What Your Heart Makes is this classic Disney feel Cinderella has so little representation on this list, and Frozen has so much it does. that I'm giving it to Cinderella. I have to vote first. The Dream is You Wish Your Heart Makes is... It's like, an actually I want song. It's in the... If you go to the Disneyland Hotel, they'll have it like carved into the headboard and mm-hmm. if you push a button it plays that song Aww. it's awesome it, this is so signature classic disney like it's an all-time just general disney song sensing so a good. butt so i'm gonna go with the dream is a wish your heart makes joel what would you have done 
Honestly, a dream, a dream is a wish your heart makes has lasted over 60 years yeah. and still one that people know and love. When Into the Unknown hits that, I'll give it to them. But until then, it's a dream you wish your heart okay, makes. Okay, clean sweep. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast. Next, we have When Will My Life Begin from Tangled. 7 a.m., the usual morning lineup. Start with the chores and sweep till the floor's all clean. All right. Polish and wax, do laundry no. and mop and shine up. Sweep again, and by then it's like 7.15. <laughs> and then we it have your 15 <laughs> minutes to do all that. <laughs> and that's the joke. She's not doing a good job. Then we have Just Around the River Bend from Pocahontas. Just Around the, the River Bend. Beyond the shore. Just where the ghosts lie free. Uh, so where do I life begin? Uh, obviously sung by Mandy Moore, Just Around the River Bend, sung by Judy Kuhn. Pocahontas, written by Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. Where's Tangled, Alan Menken. Anne Previn, Glenn Slater, and Scott Cutler. Quite a few people. Yeah. yeah. Alan Menken is involved in almost all of these past like 1985. Yeah. So Rapunzel is singing about how much she accomplishes throughout her day, but what she really wants by the end of the song is to be outside the tower and she needs adventure and to see the floating lights. Whereas Pocahontas, she needs to decide if she'll follow tradition and the safe choice or if she'll explore the unknown, not into the unknown, and have new adventures. Her song is more like, something's going to happen. I can feel it. There's something out mm-hmm. there. And I feel like uh, Rapunzel's song is a little more focused as to, I want this thing. Yes. And so it's the ethereal kind ofness of uh, Just Around the Ribbon that I'm going to knock it down for. It's not the strongest song in Pocahontas, I don't believe. By the way, Zach, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh-huh. Uh, Pocahontas is a representation of the Romeo and Juliet story. Stephen Schwartz, as his name, explained that Just Around the River Bend is essentially the Native American version of Something's Coming from West Side Story. Oh my gosh. It is. No, it's not. Wow. Now that changes everything. No, it doesn't. Can I tell you that when the, I'm watching, it's like 2010. I'm in the theater. I'm watching Tangled. Mm -hmm. And I hear like this, like singer, songwriter, acoustic guitar star. That's what it's meant to be, actually. And they go, boom. I'm like, what am I watching? No, they said. And then Mandy Moore starts singing. It's like a Carly Simon sort of thing. I hate Mandy Moore. How dare you? I hate Mandy Moore. Why do you so hate much? so many things? Try loving stuff, I hate Zach. Mandy Moore so much. Have you seen This Is Us? <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I'm sure. crying just thinking uh, about the title. No, they intentionally <laughs> did that more folky rock sound because it was Rapunzel, long hair, kind of you know, barefoot, long hair, hippie type thing. So they went with kind of a, uh, oh, what's her name? The singer. Uh, oh, the Bill, singer. Raise Paradise, Build a Parking Lot. Joni Mitchell. Yes. They're going with the Joni, Joni Mitchell vibe. Yeah. Okay. You hate Mandy Moore. I really do. She has the most adorable smile in Hollywood. Nope. Do you realize Zachary Levi's in this movie? I flippin' love Tangled so much. Okay. In okay. spite of her. In spite of her. She's what makes it. Are you both knocking out Pocahontas? We're knocking out just around the river. Bend. Okay. Um, I will give it a vote. It's a great song. Okay. Which, which I know I'm, so it's, I know it's going to lose, but it's a great song. It's going to lose because Tangled moves forward. I understand. All right, now we move into a new region. We are in the miscellaneous region. Honestly, this was where we just kind of put the overfill because yeah. we had a bunch of songs we wanted to include. And there's some sidekick songs like the main sidekick, but some people aren't sidekicks. 
And some sidekicks have multiple songs. Some characters have multiple songs, but it's not love or I want. Uh, or the Disney movies you kind of forgot about. I just yeah. realized, unfortunately, Kronk doesn't have a song. Otherwise, he would be featured he in another Brock. Okay. Oh, no. I just looked at this matchup. Here we go. Brace yourself, listener. Now we have I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Let's get down to business. I'm so sorry. To defeat. I've got no strings. <laughs> and then I've got no strings from Pinocchio. I've got, got no, no strings, strings to hold me down, down to, to make, make me fret, fret to make, make me frown. I had strings, but now I'm free. There are no strings on me. Ultron. Yeah, just death rattle facts about <laughs> Pinocchio, please. Oh, come on. Rude. Do you guys Sung are by Dickie Jones, Jones, who yes. sings, does the singing voice of Pinocchio. Great yeah. song. I do like that one because it's, it's just cute how they have all the different puppets coming up. But it really doesn't feel like a... It's not an I want song. But I've Got No Strings is kind of a cool connotation to it. But yes, it's I'll Make a Man Out of You, of course. Uh, one of my favorite Disney songs of all time. And just powerful. Get me pumped up. Fun to sing along with. It's impossible not to sing along with that song. And it's really good because it tells a story as well. Because even though Mulan is not singing here, this is Donny Osmond singing as Li Shang. Yes. It is about her and that she, it's like ironic because she uses her intelligence to be more competent than the other soldiers. But she kind of has to dumb it down in the song to be a man. It's just it's be a, your man. It's a fun song. It's so good. And I do like I've Got No Strings. I like singing along with it, but it's not that fun to sing along with it. I'll make a band If Pinocchio burst out on that stage and said, I've got no strings on me, be a real boy. <laughs> That's a winner. I'll make a man out of you. Moves on. Now we have Prince Ali from Aladdin. Prince Ali, mighty is he, Ali Ababwa. Versus When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. When you, you wish upon a star. Why are you doing Snow White's voice? Uh, it's the uh, Blue Fairy. Makes no difference. Oh, because it is Jiminy Cricket. Wish. It's Cliff Edwards oh, singing that. Yes. And uh, Robin Williams singing Prince Ali, which I don't know exactly what the deal was with Robin Williams' will. But I do know apparently there's some sort of like legal thing. Where it's not like it's on our Spotify playlist, but you can't play it. There. Oh, that's true. Because it's blocked right now. And then it's later sung by Jonathan Freeman as Jafar. Yeah, his little. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. As it, merely it's, his, it's his villain song, sort he of. He barely gets anything. Yeah, he actually was going to get a song called Humiliate the Boy and Why Me? But they were replaced with that Prince Aldi version. Yeah. Well, he actually went on to uh, star as Jafar on the Broadway show, and they added a couple songs for him there. Really? Good for him? Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Why don't they give him more than this? Prince Ali is one of those songs in Aladdin that has dated references, but not as many as other parts. And so sure. I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's, I, I love singing along with it, especially the, he's got the monkeys, because he's the monkeys. Yeah. It's way fun. But then you get Wish Upon a Star, and it's like the this, Disney This theme. is the Disney song bracket. Like this that is the is, theme song of Disney. You, you hear that at the beginning of every uh, Disney movie when it goes, is it overplayed at this point? No, because it's always like an essence of it. You don't hear the full song. And in fact, when you hear the full song, you're like, that's beautiful. Yeah. I like Prince Ali a lot. I love singing along it's with it. It's a blast. It. It's so much fun, but I'm going to... When Abu the Elephant kicks open the door. Yeah. So fun. Jafar's trying to close it up. Yeah. I, I know we said part. we wouldn't talk about it, but I actually really enjoyed this number and the remake too. We're not talking about it. I know, but I thought it was fun. Cut that from the show. Yeah, it's cut. <laughs> I'm going to vote for When You Wish Upon a Star from Same. Don't will I. All right, when you wish upon a star, moves on. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference. Now we have the circle of life from it's the Lion the King. It's the circle of life. You're not going to go with it's nonce. Nice Ignaz. 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 
Bagithi Baba, Sithi Um Inganyama. Versus You Can Fly from Peter Pan. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Once again, I'm sure I've made this joke before because you can't miss it. But there is the lyric that is... Oh my gosh. You know where I'm going with this. Yes, I know where you're going with this. Think of the happiest things, right? That's how you fly. Think of the happiest things. And you have this choir singing. It's the same as having wings. It's the same as having wings. And then it's... Think of Batman pooping snakes. No, no. It's, it's it take, is. It's take the path Look, that every time I think make. of Batman pooping snakes, I kind of <laughs> glide like I'm lifting no, a little bit. That's your happy thought. Yeah, because <laughs> it's take the path that moonbeams make. It sounds nothing like that. Take the path that moonbeams. Make. That's sung by J- the Judd Conlon chorus and the Mellow Men. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the Mellow Men was founded by Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah. Whoa. We brought up a couple times. Does the Grinch? Before. Yeah. And Tony the and Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Yep. So this is uh, what's the miscellaneous that's happening here. Wow. The miscellaneous well, Peter Pan gets a song. Circle yeah. of Life yeah. is one of the best openings to a movie ever. You Can Fly is a magical tune to sit, to like have that thought that you could do it. Circle of Life is the best opening for like a Bambi remake. You shut up. I believe. Uh, but I am going to vote for it because you it are. is powerful. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm voting for it as well. Really? Yeah, because I love Circle of Life. Oh. In, in both connotations, I think that the Elton John version is good. I think the, the movie version is good. I mean, it just kicks off with that amazing voice, and it's it's so good. It's so good. I'm gonna go with you. Not that it matters, but I'm gonna vote for You Can Fly. It's officially. because Batman, right? It, yes, no. that's yeah. exactly why. It's and not because song. it's a gorgeous, nostalgic, wonderful classic Disney song. The Circle of Life moves on. <laughs> now we have I've Got a Dream from Tangled. I've, I've got, got a dream. dream. I've got, got a dream. dream. I just want to see the floating lanterns gleam. Then there's Everybody Wants to Be a Cat from Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a dream in the bar uh, when they get all these thugs and ruffians and they're scary. And then they all talked about what they really like. Best song. Which is really cute second, to see. Second best song in the show. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat uh, written, uh, came out in 1970. I'm pretty sure everyone that wrote this song was on drugs. Yeah. And as they were singing, probably too. They wanted to be the show-stopping number. But How many I, songs are in the Aristocats? Like two? Maybe. I mean, that's Disney kind of dark era when they're experimenting with stuff. Yeah. There's one that's probably cut out if it's on Disney Plus now about the cats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this is definitely okay. I've Got a Dream. It's I've Got a Dream. I think the best part of I've Got a Dream is right when it's over and like the Cupid one's like, I got some dreams. You got some <laughs> dreams. It's so funny. I love this one. I've Got a Dream moves on. Now we have, do you want to build a snowman from Frozen? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> okay, bye. We both just knocked on the table. Versus it's whist- good podcasting right here. Versus whistle while you work from Snow White. <laughs> Love whistling. Just blowing into whistling microphone. The microphone. Wait, how about best noise? Sorry, sorry, we're a new podcast, guys. <laughs> this a, is you, what we do best. You got to suck in with that one, with the whistle. Can you guys blow both whistle while you're blowing out? Yeah. Them? Okay. Yep. Do it that way next time. <laughs> Whistle While You Work was, as we mentioned, sung by Adriana Casalotti. And Google also showed the search result, Whistle While You Work It. Not the same song. Just letting you no, guys know. Please know. I actually didn't know that this was different from Hi-Ho. Oh, really? What? Yep. I, in my brain. Two totally separate songs. In my brain, they are intertwined. So Nielsen, the Nielsen ratings, Nielsen SoundScan actually ranks Do You Want to Build a Snowman as the second best-selling Christmas song after All I Want for Christmas is You. 
Whoa. Not a Christmas song, but it did eh, hit number 51 on Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. I mean, so it was yeah, a hit. Okay. Okay. Wow. Now, who hasn't sung or referenced Whistle While You Work when they're working? I mean, but I guess the happy little working song from Enchanted is just as fun to do. As but it's newer, right? Like, if your kids were complaining about working, have you told them to Whistle While They Work? I may have. Yeah. I like Whistle While You Work. I enjoy Whistle While You Work. But the duet, I mean, the lack of a duet, I guess, between uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman and she just gets more and more desperate as her sister won't talk to her. I hate the idea, honestly. The story mm-hmm. is kind of stupid that way. It's like her sister won't talk to is her. Is this the song where the parents die? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the montage of this song. Yeah. yeah. The horrible parents. This is the... Uh, Do we're, you want to go to the funeral? <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. I, this is this is a, a little bit of a tearjerker. Do you want to build a snowman? It is. And there is emotion in there, like when it actually gets... When she's really depressed. I don't know. I got to go with, Do you want to build a snowman? I'm just going to vote for that. Zach? Do you want to build It's the snowman? higher seed. It's a two seed versus a 15 seed. I got to well, vote Well, Frozen's going to be the higher seed regardless. I hate that. But it moves on. Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out. Now we have When You're Human from Princess and the Frog. When if we're human and we're gonna be. And try everything from Zootopia. Uh, 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 try everything. Are you dolphin now? <laughs> yeah. Jump. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay. We just, we're annoying so many people right now. I did that for Zach. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's a movie about animals, even though the song doesn't even reference animals except for birds once. It's a movie about Try race. Everything sucks. No, it does not. It sucks. It most certainly does not. It was, it was written by Sia. Kent. Don't show my face, Sia. I love Sia's songs. She's a great songwriter. Okay. And I talked to Shakira's hips and they said that her Try Everything was a great song. They don't lie. No, this is a song that's like, hey, I've got a radio song. Do you have a Disney movie coming out? We'll pair them together. Does it fit? Not really. It does. Not at all. It's a great song. When she's, it plays when, she's, when the CD is showing at the beginning yeah. and then at the end of the movie. Character, it has nothing to do with the characters no, at all. No, she's coming into Zootopia and no. the whole point... It's, this is B, basically it's a her, B-roll song. This is her I want song without being a I want song because it's not her singing, but it's when she's listening to it. She's coming to the city because she wants to try everything. This is when I actually sing a lot with my kids. In fact, my daughter gets really annoyed when I sing this in my Shakira voice. <laughs> with that, Go on. Try everything. <laughs> but also at the very end, when it says try everything, it just goes, try everything. I always say, except drugs. They hate that. <laughs> but I don't they, want them to, oh, they hate that. They hate that. They, they hate, hate that yeah. guidance. They hate that. Because I'm like, yeah, don't try everything in the city, kids. Yeah, was, when We're Human is, is a fun song, it's but it's kind so of a jazzed up version of Bare Necessities. The lesser Bare Necessities is what it See, is. See, I think it's a greater Bare Necessities. Because it's these animals, and most of them didn't start off as humans, but they still believe that they're going to interact with humans and everything's going to be fine. It's this giant crocodile that sings this song. And the frogs, of course. I'm voting for Try Everything. I'm voting for When We're Human. I'm voting for Try no! Everything. I yeah! It's so good. It's so fun. Try Everything. <laughs> and Try Everything moves on. Now we have You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. You've got, got a friend in me. <laughs> You got a friend in me. And Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company. Why should I worry? Why should I care? <laughs> All right, what do you got? That's about as forgettable as Aristocats. Oh, come on. Yeah. Billy Joel, by the way. Yeah, Billy Joel sings And then Randy Newman, obviously. Yeah. Got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Is only, it's funny to think 
there, there are more than one song in the original Toy Story movie. Yeah. But this is like the one that stands out because it's well, been it repeats so many through times. the uh, through it's all like, the movies. It's the main theme of the story. Yeah, uh, of the Toy Story. Oliver and Company. Whoa. I did vote that as doesn't feel like a Disney song uh, back on episode one fifty one because it does feel like more of a you know love letter to New York. It's a which, blue, it sounds like a Bluth song. Which it's funny when they did this when they did Oliver and Company. They had this instrumental score they were doing, but then they wanted to bring in all these popular singers. So you have Huey Lewis singing a song. You mm-hmm. have Billy Joel singing a song. I think they even brought in Barry Manilow at some point. So why is it such garbage then? It's not garbage. Yeah, Oliver and Company is not good. The, the movie? Yeah, the movie is not good. I think it's good. You I'd do. say good. We talked about this on Tearing Disney. Okay, movies. we did, apparently. But uh, I think it's good. I think this song is, is really fun. It probably, it's the best thing about the movie, almost. And Tier 3. What? Yeah. You two are I don't people. love Randy Newman's voice, but the song is iconic, and the way it's played in Toy Story 3 is kind of chilling. Yeah. I, I got to admit, too, I, I've seen multiple videos of like younger kids singing this song. It's dang cute. Like when they sing it in their school programs or something. It's a cute movie. It's a, it's a, a good song. It's a good song. Does it move forward? I vote it. Me too. I'll give the pity vote to Why Should I Worry. All right. You've Got a Friend in Me goes on. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. Now we have Zero to Hero from Hercules. Zero to Hero, a major hunk. Versus Hi Ho from Snow White. Hi Ho. Oh, that's, that's pretty. Uh, this just reminds me of the uh, the roller coaster in Walt Disney World. Yeah, they sing that. We it's dig, so cool. Dig, 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 dig. So they dig up diamonds by the score, a thousand rubies, sometimes more, and they don't know what they're digging for. These are the richest people in the land. Must be. But apparently, they're just digging them up for no reason. Who are they mining them for? Uh, they don't know. Whoa. So uh, there's some um, like omnipresent being. Yeah. Yeah. And Zero to Hero, uh, I mean, Hi-Ho is sung by the Dwarves. Zero to Hero is sung by the Greek Chorus. Uh, fabulous job by them. Right. Uh, the muses are so good. It, well, the thing is, they, they decided to go with the gospel music route on Hercules, which I think is was a great Totally idea. works. It totally it's does. It's so much fun. I think they borrowed that from Little Shop of Horse. The, oh, they totally did. Mm-hmm. I little Shop have. of who? Later on, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Best little what house in Texas? <laughs> but did you know that the Spice Girls were actually approached no. to, do, to be the muses? Well. Oh. Hold on. That this is 1990s. Ginger. <laughs> they were gonna be they were gonna be the muses, but they had scheduling conflicts. Scheduling conflicts. I, I found out actually that Hi Ho, it was originally recorded uh, in 1553. They have a record of someone giving a definition of it. And it was an expression of quote, yawning, sighing, languor, weariness, or disappointment. Hmm. And then they blended with hey ho, which was a nautical term. Oh, by the Lumineers. <laughs> I know. Please. Hey ho, the wind and the rain. Uh, and became kind of associated with heaving or hauling. I enjoy Zero to Hero more as a song, but it's like a third or fourth best song on Hercules compared to like this classic that you think, when you think of Snow White, you think of hi ho, I believe. I like the cheats they do in Zero to Hero when they say on every face uh, or on every vase. On every vase, like that, they're trying to rhyme yeah. that earlier phrase yeah. by correcting someone. I like when people do that; it's kind of fun. It's a lower tier song in Hercules because it's full of great Who songs. But Zero to Hero is a banger. It's, it's a good song, Hercules. But th- this is my point. That okay, I'm bring go up on here. My point, bringing up here, is I think Zero to Hero is probably the more fun song because obviously, you know, back then. But Hi Ho is the more Disney song. That to me feels more Disney, so I'm voting for Hi Ho. Are you as well? Can't you, what, what? Zach, you go. Zero to Hero. It's absolutely Zero to Hero. This song is so fun. Fun is great, but I'm going with Disney on this one. I, I love this song. When I was a kid, I used to sing, Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho, It's Off to Work We Go. 
with razor blades and hand grenades. Yeah, yep. I think that. Yep. I yeah, think right. Everybody did. I think uh, we should have been on a list, a watch list, <laughs> probably as kids. Well, kept yeah. building too. Like we, we'd come up with all sorts of rhymes for that. Because I can sing along with this song. Hi ho moves forward. Joel made a oh. great point about it being more Disney, oh and I feel gosh. bad because the gospel truth is not on the list. Oh. I'm sorry, Greek truth. chorus. And Zach, I'm sorry, but you chose try everything. So <laughs> revenge. Okay. Well, hi ho moves on. Hi ho, hi ho. It's home from Earth we go. All right, we're finally halfway through this bracket. We're headed over to the villains and sidekicks portion. Starting with You're Welcome from Moana. What, what can, can I say except you're welcome? If this moves on, I want you guys to do the rap section next time. Against Cruella DeVille from Cruella 101 Dimensions. DeVille, Cruella DeVille. Sorry, I jumped in the air. If, if she, she doesn't, doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Because I really do like, and I guess Maui's kind of a villain and a sidekick. Yeah, he's, a he's, very selfish. I, I would character. say antagonist, not villain, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So in the modern world of gray characters everywhere. Yeah, but he's kind of more. He's an antagonist to Moana. But I listened to both of these. Who knew Dwayne Johnson could sing? By the way, so actually, well, Lin Manuel Miranda. Did. Yeah, pitch correction pitch as well. Correction he wrote well. this song specifically for The Rock because he knew he didn't have that much of a range. Yeah, and so he's like, kind of like for himself. Just crazy because there's that one sing. part where he's like, "You're welcome." Yeah, like, that's Which, pretty high. Maybe a little bit auto tune. Oh, I don't so know. Much. Tons of auto tune. But or, you're right. Uh, he does a great job in the song. But I listened to both of these back to back, and I was like, "Man, I love your welcome." I'm sitting there singing along with it, bobbing my head, having a great time. And I got to Cruella Deville, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great." But it takes a while to get into it, and then it plays, and there's a long jazz piano thing after, yeah. and it just kind of saying you hate jazz. Uh, no, I am not saying that, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, I'd like a word with you. But I, I think it's, I think Cruel Deville, I'm not bashing on it because it's a simple, effective piano number, but it is more piano than song. I think the portion that's actually used in the movie, it's like good. the best part. And I love when he gets the trombone upstairs and starts yeah. like playing it to annoy. I really do. But enjoy think that. about it. Like they're gossiping about Cruella Deville and he just starts. Banging on the piano and singing a mean song about the neighbor, basically. I love that. Neighbor. She's the one that gave them the dogs, Kent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to vote for you. Welcome, though. I, I think Cruella de Vil, if, if it's, it's a great villain song, but she's not even singing it. That's true. But I do think it represents character well. It makes her very scary. Shows how much they hate her. So I vote Cruella de Vil. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're not saying that to me. No, I'm not saying it to you because I'm voting you're welcome. I like that song a whole lot. I think it's more interesting. It's more fun to listen to. And if you were just like, when you're listening to the playlist, you are going to love this one and skip the rest of Cruella de Vil. I did end up skipping forward on Cruella de Vil. Right. You're welcome. Moves on. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Now we have Friend Like Me. From Aladdin. Mr. Aladdin, sir, I have a wish or two or three. Let me take your order. Jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Why am I French? I don't know. Versus poor unfortunate souls from Little Mermaid. Poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. This one longing to be thinner. That one wants to get the girl. And do I help them? Yes, indeed. These are powerhouses. This what? is insane. This is a matchup I never would have put together insane. first round. So I found this out. Fun fact about Friend Like Me is there was an original design for Aladdin that they didn't use for the rest of the movie. And it was apparently based on Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they officially animated the character, they wanted to make him more like Tom Cruise. Yep. But apparently they animated much of this song before the rest of the movie. And so you can see the old design in Friend Like Me. It's kind of cool. 
Also, it was covered by Tupac, which is pretty cool. Hmm. I This is a very difficult one for me because this is pretty much the best sidekick song events. One of the greatest villain songs. So Pat Carroll sang Poor Unfortunate Souls. And I like this. It's like a Broadway song mixed with burlesque. Not the movie, the style. Yeah, yeah, not the movie. That movie doesn't even exist. Come on. Which I didn't know. They actually, like, I didn't know the words she was singing when she's like, Beluga, Savruga, come with the Caspian Caspian Sea. Sea. Yeah. Because Beluga is a type of whale. Savruga is a sturgeon. She talks about larynxes and and, uh, laryngitis and glossitis and inflammation of the tongue. Yeah. She's actually doing kind of an incantation there, and she decides to sing it. And this one's tough because, like I said, Friend Like Me covered by Tupac, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Covered by the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> so instead of Flats of Jets or Now I Got Her Boys, they say, Nick and Kevin, now I've got her boys. Well, and when Howard Ashman, uh, rec- we wanted Pat Carroll to do this song, mm-hmm. he actually recorded a version, like a kind of a scratch track of just him doing all the voices and sent it to her. I listened to that. It's still a ton of fun. I'm going to vote first. Friend like me. I'm going to vote second. Poor Fortune Souls. Oh, you. It's what? Like, it's. These are two. Pat Carroll. Amazing. As Ursula is just, it's a delicious villain role, and she is just reveling in it. This is. What up, She's so slimy, and she's so persuasive. The gloves dancing, Zach. There are. This is the second. Your friends do this. This is the second hardest matchup on this first round for me. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. Do it. Friend like me. Oh, friend like me. Look, there's no winners here. There's Even not, though there's no, a winner. You just have to do it and, and rip off the band-aid and move on. But I just, I felt like this originally started as the villain's side, and you just I knocked know. out one of the best villain songs. Ursula is so good. Oh, it is, it is. I'll admit, I, I think it's the best villain song. I love but. it when it came back, like, later. Like, it they repeats yeah. the theme a couple times, so and I really good. do enjoy it oh, throughout geez. the movie. Zach, we're really sorry that we put you in that, that spot. Was, that was painful. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. Now we have Shiny from Moana. Shiny! Like, like a, a treasure from, from a sunken pirate wreck. Wow. Scrub, Scrub the, the deck. deck. Make it look. And then Shiny. Friends on the other side. Get ready. Are you ready? We got, got friends, friends on, on the, the other side. side. Shiny, a fun fact, is the uh, you'll be back from Hamilton of this show, except for not good. What? Yep. It's so colorful and really cool. Well, it's Jemaine Clement doing David Bowie. I'm totally voting for Shiny on this one. It's what? It's really fun. Friends on the other side is visually, I really like that sequence no. so much. But the song itself, I listen to it and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like it. But the, it's, so out, of, Shiny. it's so out of place in that movie. In, in they uh, kinda, Moana? Oh, they yeah. kind of say, here's a villain. Here's like, I, here's I like, do enjoy the song a ton. A bad though. guy along the way. Oh, you like this song? I do like this song. Oh, it's a it's a skip every but time. Friends no. on the other side is an exposition song that tells it very well. And though I don't know the song as well, it's nice and haunting. It's awesome with that low voice coming in from Keith David. Oh yeah, I'm going Friends on the other side because I think Facilier. Well, we know is who's going to vote for. So there's no drama here. Do is you it? want more drama? Zach hates Shiny. I do. I don't know why you hate it, though. I don't like it. It's fun. Ah, My kids loved it. I'll have to give it another chance. Okay. Friends on the other side moves on. I got Hulu. I got Hulu. I got things I ain't even tried. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the okay, other Okay. Um, this next matchup, I just want to say, uh, I quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd like to thank our patrons from the... Yeah, no, no, yeah, guys. We got to do this. We got to do this. <sighs> we, we were this far into it. Be our guests from Beauty and the Beast. Be. Be. Our guest be our guest. Put Put our service service to the the test. Against Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. No one fights like Gaston. No one 
bites like Gaston. Not that I did a wrestling match. Nobody bites like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. My, what a guy. That Gaston. Dun, dun, dun. I, I quit. I quit. No, this is not the, that thing you I do. Show. Vote first. I quit, Mr. White. Vote first. No, what? No. Vote first. Vote first, Zach. Did you know mm-hmm. that Gaston is roughly the size of a barge? How did he get that way? Um, he ate uh, four dozen eggs when he was young. When he was a boy, yes. Um, mm-hmm. To help him get large. Yeah. And then uh, when he was grown, you know, he ate five dozen eggs. You know, it's weird because he only goes up one dozen. He doesn't even like yeah. double the amount. Yeah. That's a lot of eggs well, for, he was a, for growing, a boy. He was a growing boy. Yes. He was a growing boy. And these um, are both written by Howard Ashman and Alan Merkin because it's the same, same movie. Show. <laughs> but Jerry Orbach is singing. In Jerry the, Orbach from Law and Order. From Law and Order. It's a French <laughs> candle. Dirty, this is amazing. Dirty Dancing. Fun fact. Nobody knows the words to either one of these songs. Not all of them. I'd know no. more to be our guest than Gaston. Like, I know parts of Gaston, but I really wish I could sing it be better. Be I am floating on Flambe. If I had to vote, which you're making me, yes, I'm going with Gaston. Well, then I'm going to be your guest. So oh. am I. Be our guest win. No, actually, I'm happy. I mean, I love them both. It is a classic. Gaston, Gaston is so much fun. It is so much fun. Be our guest is this grand introduction. It changes the tone of the movie in a way. It was actually meant to be about Maurice, but really they decided to introduce Belle at this okay. time. Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to sing it when Maurice first enters the castle. Also, we're not talking about it, but Gaston is my only part of like about the new one. Well, Gaston is one of those where they had a kind of scratch lyrics, like just kind of placeholder lyrics. Yeah. And they decided to keep it in because, I mean, every last inch of he's covered with hair. It's awesome. And one of my favorite parts of the entire song. Yeah. But why did that make it in there? <laughs> yeah, I, it is. A I don't want to think about it. It's so yeah, good. Richard, Richard White as the voice of Gaston, singing voice of Gaston. Actually, I think he is this talking voice, too. He's fantastic in that role. He can actually sing. He's actually a very good singer. And then the he's kind of, awesome. But he says it with such, such bravado and, and pride that you kind of hate him for singing it. But he's really just kind of describing himself. My favorite line is, LeFou, I'm afraid I've been thinking. A, a dangerous, dangerous past, past I know. It's so good. Yeah, oh. Sorry, Gaston, you are a great villain song. and He'd be so mad. I would not have put these against each other. Much, much love Stupid to Gaston. Spotify. Be Our Guest goes on. All right, now we have Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. Under the, the sea. sea. Under, Under the, the sea. sea. Now, do I just can't wait to be king? I don't know. I can't do them. I can't. I can't do them. You're the scat man. Versus Heckfire from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I keep jumping on the movie. Heckfire. We're singing Heckfire. No, it's Hellfire. Yeah, Hellfire. Because he's literally talking about. Hellfire. This is actually in contrast to Quasimodo's song of Heaven's Light because they're yeah. both in love. Like that's the thing I love about the song is that they're both in love with Esmeralda. Well, one of them finds it a pure love. The other one, Frollo, is L U S ting after yes. Esmeralda. One of them finds it a lustful love. Yes, and that's why I'm gonna. Mm, I have problems with this song. I listen to uh, Hell- well, but no, it, it's a creepy song, but it's very memorable in like the Disney pantheon. Oh, man. It's so creepy that that whole the imagery Powerful. and everything, yes. the red hoods and everything. Totally. Like, it's so well done. And I think it's a very good song, but there's no way in in heck <laughs> it's going to be defeating under the sea. So I've got to vote for Under the Sea, of course, because Hellfires is a very powerful song. Water defeats fire. So under the sea, I think Whoa, it goes on. Oh, clean sweep. I would vote for it too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Under the sea goes on. Under the sea. Under the sea. 
darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it and for our next matchup, we have the bare necessities from the Jungle Book. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Oh, no, no, no. I just saw it again. Oh, yeah. Be prepared from the Lion King. Be prepared. A shiny new era is tiptoeing nearer. But where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. Okay, so guys. good. Jim, let's, Jim Cummings. Let's give some death rattle facts to bare necessities. No. So fun. Yes. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Don't you start dismissing that. Oh, if we're we talking, can knock out, if we can knock out poor unfortunate souls, be prepared is just as vulnerable. Oh, you're talking about the villain song of all villain songs. The bare necessities is a seven seed. Be prepared is a 10 seed. Don't be so dismissive. Yeah, Kent. but there was a remake. There was a remake and that's what it's going off. There's of. a remake of both of these. Yeah, but they don't kind sing. Of. They don't sing. Be prepared in the new one. Well, it's that, more like these, it's no, these sing, are both these are both the song. Yeah. These are both the song by Phil Harris and by Jeremy Irons. That's who we're going with here. That's the Spotify number. Air quotes, Jeremy Irons. Yeah, well, Jeremy Irons uh, for most of the song until after he ruined his voice on. Correct. You won't get a sniff without me. And then Jim yeah. Cummings took over. Hurts Wait. my voice every time. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. All right, well, I, I put my vote out there. You be prepared. Be prepared because this it's song, villain song, the look, the feel. The music is no, Jeremy so good Irons, and emotional. Jeremy Ooh. Irons' voice is just dripping with that, yeah. that just that sly, that snide evil. And I think that's really, really yeah. well done. I'm going to vote for Bare Necessities, though. Yeah, because you, you have a fondness for Jungle Book. I, I do. And well, this song in particular, I think Phil Harris like is Blue the Bear. I love this song because it's so peppy and so clueless at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy singing along with it. And I mean... <laughs> We need some villains represented. Though. I have so much love for both these songs. I hate this matchup. Yeah, I hate it's this horrible. matchup. I don't want to play the meta. Spotify ruins everything. I don't want to play the meta. By the way, listen to our Spotify playlist. It's, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> They're I, the worst. If you think about it, though, like if we eliminate both poor unfortunate souls and be prepared in the same we first failed. round, but you got to look. This at This is the, villains and sidekicks. You got to look at the matchup and be. Bare, the bare necessities is an amazing song. Is it? But I, it's it is. I get tired. It's not. Of it. I get tired of it. Um, I'm gonna go with be prepared. Yep. Be prepared, I, Zach. I'm okay with that. I'm looking at this idiot over here who's bashing on the bare necessities. You. Ugh. Boring. Bare necessities is a fantastic Disney song. It's one of the best Disney songs ever. They say, they say bare necessities like 37 times it, in that minute a, and a half song. I'm gonna say be prepared. Three. Be prepared. Yeah, that's yeah. Be prepared. Prepared for what? Those are the hyenas. They don't count. Oh, anyway, move, nice we're moving scar. on. We're moving on. Be prepared. It goes on. And injustice deliciously square. Be prepared. Now we have Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. Hakuna Matata. Oh, that's where we're going. What, what a, a wonderful, wonderful phrase. And versus bippity boppity boo. Wait, wait. I have the lyrics here. Oh. Salagadula, Minchikaboola, bippity boppity boo. Put them together and what have you got? Bippity boppity boo. Which, by the way, if you put what together? Because she says Salagadula, Minchikaboola, bippity boppity boo. Put them together and you get less? Yeah, like in a pot and you stir it together. And the only thing that comes out is the last part of that phrase? Makes no sense. Well, yeah, if you have ingredient, ingredient, ingredient. Well, it's you hold the Salagadula, Minchikaboo, la. And then you get the bippity boppity boo. That's how I get my food. Uh, so Hakuna Matata is sung by uh, Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella. And then you also get Jason Weaver doing... And, uh, Don't mention the remake. Joseph Williams Don't mention the, the remake. No, I'm not going to. Good heavens. <laughs> but then you get... I was going to say, bippity boppity boo is, is sung... Bippity boppity boo is sung by Verna Felton, who is like... I had no idea how many Disney movies she's in. She's in Dumbo as the Elephant Matriarch. She's in Cinderella's The Fairy Godmother. Alice in Wonderland is the Queen of Hearts. Lady in the Tramp is Aunt Sarah. Wow. Sleeping Beauty is Flora. And she's also in the Jungle Book as Winifred the Elephant. 
So she's like yeah, around she's a, classic. a lot. But are we sad that she's being eliminated here? Sorry, fairy godmother. Are you just voting for Hakuna Matata like that? Oh, yeah. Because the problem is both of these songs are very Disney to me. Yes. Like even the tune of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. And Bibbidi Bobbidi was mentioned, was nominated for an Academy Award, but lost to Mona Lisa. I mean, more happens. More Disney magic happens during Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. And I kind of hate the message of Hakuna Matata of run away from your fears. Yeah. Run, run away, run away, from away after heart. killing your father. Yes. He totally. didn't kill him. Totally did. <sighs> okay. I'll vote for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Zach? Oh, you put it on me? Yeah. I'm literally indifferent. You hate them both? Yeah. Okay. I'm indifferent. This is our three seed versus our 14 seed. Okay. I'm going to Zach attack you guys. Oh. I'm going to change the game here. What? Uh, what? I want you to convince me of this one, but um, I want you to do a death cage match of whoever sings these songs. Uh, a meerkat and a, and a board hug against so you're a voting fairy for, godmother. You're voting for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Yeah. And you're she voting could literally, for She could literally transform cage them match. into a pumpkin and a carriage. She has shown that power. Okay. My song is about a... <laughs> no, no, cage match. Cage match. Oh. Wait, I'm supposed to be angry about two songs I don't care about? Yeah. What? My, my song is about farting. <laughs> and it's funny. They never say that, Kent. They never say that. They stop them before they when say that. When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. They never say The it. fact that you love to do that so okay, much. Okay, fine. Akuna Matata goes on. Oh... I'm indifferent. Sorry, Joel. So am I. Okay. So the whole point of the cage match was then just to say that things fart. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. That's what the rules are on the stupid. I don't want to be in that cage from stupid both of you. Next up is I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book. Now I'm the king of the swingers. Oh, the jungle VIP. And mother knows best from Tangled. Mother knows best. Hey Joel, what's the worst song from Tangled, and why is it Mother's Knows Best? No, 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 no! You shut your face now! I hate you! Wow, wow, First, whoa! Terrible. What just happened? Are you guys in a cage match? That is such a terrible. good villain song because she is so uh, the evil, passive, and aggressive nature of Mother. When she calls her chubby, and uh, she's like, not, <laughs> she's like, not to mention, I'm chubby. just saying, cause I love you. you. Oh, and then at the end. Which don't forget it. Which you'll says, regret it. Wait, oh, oh, yeah. And even yeah. when the music drops and she's like, uh, don't ever ask to leave the tower again. You're like, uh-huh. she's going to kill her. But then did you notice this? What? When at the very end when she says, uh, I love you. And then uh, Rapunzel says, I love you more. And then Mother Gossel says, I love you most and kisses her hair. Yeah. Not her face. Oh, it's got chills. Her, yep. It's her That's hair. That's true. Although I do have a very strong affinity to her. Like, I, I think I know. That Mother, you Gothel, Jungle Book. Mother Gothel is such a delicious villain role. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were a woman, that would be a role I would be aspiring to on Broadway. Because yeah. it's so much I get fun. It. But my dad all the time would sing, I want to be like you. Or at least when I was playing, he'd always sing There was this one time, I think we were at a restaurant, and my daughter was... She, my, both my kids love uh, Tangled. They were... Yeah. Rapunzel dresses from the age of like two on. I think they're still wearing them to this day. My daughter was three. We were at a restaurant and she saw this lady who looked a little old and she goes, it's Mother Gothel. <laughs> I was like, oh, please don't. Please oh, no. don't. The lady had no idea, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, ooby doo. I want to be like you. Hoo-hoo. Sung by Louis Prima. Yeah. And then uh, Mother Was Best by Donna Murphy, who is, yes. was a Broadway singer, had no real kind of Disney voice acting experience, but so, she nailed it. Joel, what do you pick? So you're, you're, on, the, you're on the playlist. And you would listen to both of these songs all the way through? Yes. I've listened to both. I actually listened to both these songs on repeat. Yeah. Really? Well, I was doing the research. I'd have it just repeat until I was done researching it. Okay. And both of my... Did like, Christopher Walken ruin 
Ooh, want to be like you? Don't even remember it. Okay, good. Out of my head. Because it really is just the Louis Prima version. I want to be a man, man cub. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, when they when they actually started trying to get the idea for I want to be like you, trying to figure out what it is, they talked about you no know, aping ape swinging from a tree, and that was the first line that came to mind. The king of the swingers. And they said, mm-hmm. all right, swing jazz music. That's how we're going to do it. Just riff. And I do like the scat dialogue. When, when they did the scat between the two of them, it was kind of funny because uh, uh, I keep calling him Louis because it's King Louis, and it is Louis. Isn't it Louis Prima? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but he does the scat thing and he expected like a, an echo thing where where that Phil Harris would just echo what he was going to say, and he didn't. They kind of do their own thing, and I love that. At the end was like the two of them scatting together, but different time of scatting because hmm. they're two different animals. They have different types of scat. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, family friendly. <laughs> I, I, scat is pretty family that's friendly. Pretty family friendly. <laughs> Based yeah. on what Kent was talking about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Joel, I think you're picking. What's your vote? This is difficult, but I'm going to go with staying power. I love Mother Knows Best. I think mm-hmm. it's a delicious, like it's a deliciously villainous song because she's so evil, but so nice at the same time. Well, the lyrics are so backhanded. Oh, totally. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I just, I, I don't like the song. I, I don't, I like the so, moment in the movie. I, I so love this song. movie. For me, the way, way it's animated and it goes dark and she what? surprised her daughter. And this is Mother Gothel. She treats her with love as she's in the tower, but she keeps her prisoner there. The song encompasses everything. There's this darkness behind it's it. It's not just King Louis singing. So, Joel, she, I know you're going for... I want to be like you. And I'm going for Mother Knows Best. Oh, great. But you don't like Mother Knows Best. Um, I... You, you make really good points about what it does in the context of the movie. And Mother Gothel is a very interesting villain. And so if you think about the what it does for the movie, I want to be like you, is she stole a baby. It's fun. It's whatever. And Mother knows best. Her own. Yeah. does have more relevance to, to what the story is doing. Both of these songs are, you know, I, I don't know that I would listen to all of them all the way through. Middling songs for you. Yeah. Come on, you millennial. Well, I don't listen to any song all the way through anymore. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns. I, I want to be like you is my vote. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it is super, super fun. Better staying power. Okay, I want to be like you. Moves forward. Oh, ooby-doo. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. Now we move into the final section of our bracket. This is the love and affection section. Love song. And when we talk about love songs, what we're saying, this isn't all romantic love. There are different well, types Disney of Well, Disney doesn't believe in romantic love anymore. No. Yeah. That's why no. I said love and affection. Yes. Yes. It's going to be all sorts of different love you're going to see here. Yes. So now we have You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. You'll be in my heart. Great keys. Yeah. <laughs> we harmonized. Did you hear that? I know. Kind of. <laughs> and, and best of best of friends from we're the Fox best and the of friends. <laughs> my name's Todd. I'm a fox. I'm Coppa. <laughs> I'm a hound dog. Oh, <laughs> Look, okay. All right, shut up. It's just the thing. Is, here's the thing. The Best of Friends, sung by Pearl Bailey, yeah. Big Mama in the movie. Not that Big Mama, but another Big Mama. It's Big Mama's house now. No, no, it's Big Mama's <laughs> forest. <laughs> it's a song about cultural differences. These two are supposed to be enemies, but without the influence of their elders, they found true friendship. Uh, by the way, I want to point this out that the Best of Friends is the lowest overall in Spotify streams. It's because nobody wants to die on the inside <laughs> when they listen to it. It's, well, that, that's the funny thing. It actually is a cute... If you had no context of the movie at all, you listen to that like, aw, yeah. it's adorable. This is cute. But then when you hear it, you're just like, oh, it, it makes me sad when I hear it, yeah. frankly. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely Where's voting. Tarzan, You'll Be In My Heart by Tarzan, sung by Phil Collins, obviously. Did the a whole number one soundtrack on this uh, region. It hit number 21 on Billboard Hot 100 and spent 19 weeks at the top of the adult contemporary charts. One of the few songs ever sung by Glenn Close. What? She sings at the very beginning. What? 
Yeah, and in the in the film. She's in the film? Yes. What? She's the mom. Yeah. Whoa. She's the mom. No idea. That's crazy. I don't like I, I don't like the music in Tarzan that yes. much. I, I'm We've starting to think you don't like before. Disney music. We've talked about that I before. I hate Tangled. I hate Tarzan. Oh, Tangled's better than Frozen. Um, I hate Frozen. Uh, no, I... But my problem with the music in Tarzan, it's not that it's not good. It is, it's very good music. But it's disconnected from actually being in the movie. Which was oh, intentional. Oh, 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 oh. Try everything. That character is in it. This um, fits the movie way better than Zootopia. No, but they actually made an intentional decision to have it be non-diegetic music, where the characters weren't singing it. Yeah, they wanted yeah. Phil Collins to kind of be the narrator telling the story with music. I think that that was a misstep for what I like out of a Disney movie. But if I'm going to vote, I'll vote. You'll be in my heart. Yeah. Clean sweep. I'm sorry, Todd. I'm sorry, Copper. Looks like you're put. Looks Frog. like he was put down again. Oh, oh. shoot it again. <laughs> Now we have Kiss the Girl from Little Mermaid. There you see her la, la, la. sitting there across the way. La, la, la. She don't got a lot to Just say, but there's something, something about her. Against <laughs> like Beauty and the Beast from, you guessed it, Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Tale as old as time. <laughs> what, Mama? We know kids so well. It's just that we know his brain. Both a little scared, neither one prepared. Both, Both a, a little scared. scared. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so, Kiss the Girl is sung by Samuel E. Wright. Literally, fresh laughs every time I think of this <laughs> song. So fresh, <laughs> genuine laughs. Beauty of the Beast is sung by Angela Lansbury. Which, by the way, she was very hesitant. Angela Lansbury was to do the song. She's like, "I'm older, I can't really do it." She, I mean, she was Mrs. Potts and Sweeney Todd, or Mrs. Potts, Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd. Yeah, exactly. So she, she was very nervous about doing this. She's like, "My, my voice, I can't do that anymore." But they wow. said, "No, no, do it how you feel." And she went and did it in one take. One take. Whoa. One. And take. that is the one they used in the movie. Brought everyone to tears in the recording studio. Oh yeah, Joel. On a two-part 1995 episode of Family Matters called "We're Going to Disney World." Kiss the Girl was played in the background on some love scenes between Stefan and Lara. Kent, Kent, you're giving your sarcastic facts. Oh, yeah, Joel. <laughs> because Kiss the Girl is a dang good song. It is a dang good song. And it's one of the best parts of the movie, too, of Little Mermaid. It's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. You going to vote for that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll give my pity vote to Kiss it's the Girl. Beauty okay. and the Beast. Kiss the Girl is way fun. Kiss the Girl should not have gone against this. These are both great love no, songs. This Such is, great love this songs. This is another tough one, but like... I relate to Kiss the Girl because I can never steal the deal. Shalalala. They true. would have if it weren't for Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, I blame them too. Beauty and the Beast moves on. Tale as old as time. True as it can be. Now we have I See the Light from Tangled. And at last, last I see the light. And it's, it's like the fog has, has lifted. Against Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. This is like the carousel song to me. Like yes. It's always playing on the, the carousel at Disneyland. This is the only Disney song on this list co-written by Tchaikovsky. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you go, lis- if you go listen yeah. to the... the Obviously, oh. you didn't write the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> if you go look at the Garland Waltz uh, from the 19- 1890 ballet... It was sampled. Is that why it was in Russian? <laughs> it, it literally took the, the waltz from the, the ballet and put lyrics to it. Oh, okay. And it's very it's a beautiful song, regardless of which way you listen to it. 
And then I, la- I see The Light, composed by Alan Menken and Glenn Slater, uh, sung by Mac- Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi, which I, I was doubtful that was his voice at first. Yeah. It is. It truly is. He's been in multiple Broadway shows. But a lot of people didn't like I See the Light. Apparently... Less the, memorable, right? The song was bashed, but the scene was praised. Because the lanterns came I up like and everything. I like this song. I mean, it's not as powerful as other Disney love songs. I mean, that's clear. But I think the double meaning, because she's waited 18 years to see the lanterns, and she's also seeing the light of romance between she and Flynn. People didn't like this song? They can go to Heckfire. This song is awesome. I love it. I feel bad for I See the Light. Okay, no, go on. No. Because it was nominated for an Academy Award. But? Uh, lost to We Belong Together. It was voted uh, for a Golden Globe, but lost. You, have, you haven't seen The Last of Me from Burlesque. And then uh, it was uh. nominated for like the 16th Broadcast Film Critic Association Award. So like trying to get some award. And it lost to If I Rise from 127 hours. What? Oh. And it loses today because I'm not voting for it. I'm voting for Once Upon a Dream, which is classic Disney. It is so classic. But I, I see, see the, the light, light moves really on. Good. I see the light. Moves no. on. No. I see the light. Moves Are you on. kidding me? Yeah. Once Upon a Dream, you no. idiot. I see the light. You fools. You imbeciles. <laughs> It does not. I see the light is a good song. It does not deserve to move on in the Disney bracket. I know. I'm really sorry. Oh come on! It's so good. Our, that's uh, my controversial pick of the show. Our tangled bias is showing a lot. Mm. Seriously, you two. I know. Get a tangled room. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes I could tell. The the two songs featuring Flynn Rider have gone on. <laughs> There's it's <laughs> There's it's Zachary Levi bias really. Yeah, it's really <laughs> All right. I see the light goes on. Now we have I Won't Say I'm in Love from Hercules. No chance, no way, I won't say la, la, I'm la, la, in la, la. love. Versus Remember Me from Coco. Oh, how does that one go? Remember mm-hmm. me. I forgot how that one goes. Though I have to say goodbye, remember me. No, still, it's not ringing a bell. Don't let it make me. you cry. No. Or even if I'm far away, it's not coming I'll hold to me. you in my heart. Didn't that song win the Oscar, though? From Coco? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, over This Is Me from Greatest Showman, which should have won. Oh. Wow, which is why I'm voting for I Want Sam in Love. I actually really do enjoy the, the uh, it's kind of a... Uh, it is perfect for the character. It's oh yeah. character defining. Because they originally had a song for her about how she was falling mm-hmm. with Hercules. And they're like, no, Meg wouldn't do that. And so they do this pop ballad, this kind of a doo-wop number, which they actually say was one of the ones that was directly inspired by Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. They have that gospel chorus kind of yeah, that makes sense. the doo-wop backup. It has a very similar sound. I love it, though, because Meg is denying her feelings because that's within her character... But she also knows she's developing feelings, so she won't say it. Exactly. Even when she feels it. She's saying, I love him without saying I love him, which is a clever way to write a song. Yes. And it moves forward. Oh, okay. I love Remember Me. Pity vote for it, but... It's fine. You guys made they, the right choice. Well, they sung it like 12 times in that movie, so mm-hmm. it was bound to get some and it, attention. But here's what I like about it. It was something different every single time. You had the... You know, the big uh, popular the singer one, yeah. pop song, right. you know, Remember Me, it was this you know, boisterous thing. And then you had, you know, like, a, you know, more sweet versions of it. And then you like figure out what the song actually means. And, and then Mama, Mama Coco. And mm, Coco sounds good, right? Mama Coco. Delicious Coco. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I should say this, though. This was actually a pretty cool fact. So when this won the Academy Award, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Lopez became the first ever double EGOT winner. Really? Meaning he won an, an yeah. Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony twice. Wow. So he, good on him. Well, he doesn't move on tonight. Except for Frozen and Frozen 2. It's I'll, re- I'll remember you, I promise. I Won't Say I'm In Love goes on. It's too cliche. I won't 
Now we have Love is an Open Door from Frozen. Love is an Open Door! Love is an Open Door! Love is an Open Door with you, with you, with you, with you! Love is an Open Door. Wow. Guys, 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 hold on. Best duet we've ever had. I think As so. As a trio. Yeah. At, I, on this show. You said best duet. There were three of us singing. So oh, which, yeah. one, which person were you best this trio? In there, you idiot. Yeah. Oh, love you too. I'm still wow. angry. I'm still Sing angry. Sing it, Joel. No, wrong show. Yo, you want to be angry? Baby Mine from Dumbo. Baby Mine, don't you cry. I can't. Baby um, Mine. I, Mama I, Coco? A little behind the scenes eyes. here, folks. Every time... This is a trigger for you. It is. I don't know what it... It's something in my childhood of seeing this moment when Dumbo was separated from his mom, his mom was reaching out with the trunk. Every single time I watch that part in the movie, I cry. Like, and every single time we research <laughs> this song on Bacon Cell, I cry. And it's also on the Spotify playlist, but don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you were mad at me I that did. this was included. I got, I got after but you. But it's, it's a Disney all-timer. Because you better believe I cried while doing the research for this. Oh, did yeah. you really? I did. All two and a half minutes of this song? <laughs> oh, man, it gets me. Uh, Baby Mine is sung by Betty Noyes. It, it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful song of a motherly, of parental love for a child. Whereas Love is an Open Door, sung by Kristen Bell and Santino Fontana. And it's meant to represent the perfect first date and is apparently inspired by the date shown in The Karate Kid. With Elizabeth Shue. Isn't that funny? Yeah. 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 Funny. I feel like this is, they're lying to us, though. Because About? at one point when it says, you know, it's oh. crazy, we finish each other's sandwiches. sandwiches which total was lie. an Arrested Development joke. But they're like, no, 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 no. It wasn't Arrested Development. I was eating a sandwich at the time of writing it. Yes. And Kristen like, said yeah. that. But also, you have the chicken dance from Arrested Development in your movie, and yep. you, that was done by Alan Tudyk, who was Pastor Terry Veal, yep. father of Anvil, indeed, heard, in Arrested Development. Oh, I feel like you're I missed it. Yeah, it's all good. So this is not easy for me because the problem is, I think "Love Is an Open Door" is one of the most fantastic songs in Frozen. It's got to, it's got to be the one of the best duets. Does in it any sound Disney like movie. a Glee song a little bit though? No. Like they'd be on stage no. singing this together. No, I, I just think little. Kristen Bell. Like, I, I didn't know Kristen Bell could sing until this movie Frozen, frankly. And uh, Santino Fontana, they, they they sing so well together. But the problem is, every time someone uses this as a love song, I'm like, yeah, but he's a bad guy. Prince Hans of Wasn't originally supposed to be, though. Right. We've already put for the first time in forever through, do you want to build a snowman? Do we need more Kristen Bell on this list? I say no. I'm going to give it to Baby Mine, which is listed on AFI's 100 Years, 100 Songs list. And I'm voting for Love is an Open Door, simply so I don't have to cry in the next <laughs> time we do the part two for this show. And because Love is an Open Door is one I love to sing along with, especially with my kids. It's so much fun. Baby Mine was also covered on the Beaches soundtrack by Bette Midler, which, which is also a tear yeah. let's, let's make this sad song even sadder. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, for pure listenability, um, I have to go with Love is an Open Door. It's such a fun song. Baby Mine is a gut-wrenching, heartbreaking Far too much moment. Moving on. Have we cut every tearjerker song? We know what we are. It's fine. <laughs> How many tearjerker songs do we have? Three so far. I mean, it's crazy. What? We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I've never met someone who thinks so much like me. Now we have Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Have you ever it. heard the wolf cry yeah. to the blue corn moon? Yep, corn. Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grins? Wow. Do you want me to keep going? That no, was beautiful. No, 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 oh, okay. That was beautiful. Oh, thank, thank you. Versus Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. Go, Joel. Uh, Lost in the Woods. No, hold on. Now I'm here. No. Sh singing to my reindeer Shh. friend. Shh. Shh. 
Shh. <laughs> I got shush. Because I am lost in the woods. Up is down. Day is night when you're not there. That was a terrible rendition it, of it. You know, it's good. What a fun song that Lost in the Woods, sung by Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Groff's great. I, Spit all over the microphone. I really enjoyed this random part of the movie that didn't fit whatsoever, Not but it's fun. Yeah, I really, this is one of the funnest parts of the movie, the way, yeah. the way it's filmed, the Correct. song, but no, it's it's got to go to Colors it, of the Wind. It feels like it is a song that would be in like one of those shorts that you'd find on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. No, but not Most of Frozen 2 did. Yeah, it's like they're just throwing everything against the wall, and this one didn't stick for me. I actually, I get that the song's cheesy and fun, but I don't know why it just bugs me. It's like a little too meta. It's like, yeah. hey, we're modern. We know we're being funny, and we know that cheesy 80s is in, and you're going to like 80s this. 80s rock ballad, yeah. And there, there is fun to be had, but I don't know, just... It, it misses. Well, it's Colors of the Wind is like a powerful. Oh, it's, yeah. It's amazing. Song. Holy cow. Powerful moving fantastic. preachy song. Yeah. Colors of the Wind goes on. Clean sweet. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue horn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why? Now we have a whole new world from Aladdin. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. What'd you say to me? That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. Do you trust me? Hold your breath. <laughs> Versus Bella Note from Lady and the Tramp. This is the night. What a beautiful can't, night. Can't grab the spaghetti. No, stop. No. Oh, they. That's disgusting. Oh, thanks. Why that. do we even have. <laughs> is that why the plate of spaghetti's been sitting on the table this yeah, whole time? We yeah. were setting it up. It's cold, it's but it was cold. worth it. So. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Whole New World, uh, sung by Brad Kane. Yeah. Brad Kane and Leia Salgana, or Salonga, excuse me. And then Bellinate, sung by George Givault, Givault yes. uh, who is actually the voice of Tony as well. Hey, I'm Tony. <sighs> Tony. That moment kind of changed my vote, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to go to a Whole New World, because Bellinate is a beautiful song. It's written by Peggy Lee and Sonny Burke. Yes, Peggy Lee. Peggy actually, Lee. Yeah. Peggy Lee, which yep. I think was really Yo. cool. And by the way, they did a, they did a recording of Bellinotte in, in Swedish, which I went, do you do an Italian accent in Swedish? Yeah, how does that, that work out? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> well, that feels wrong. <laughs> but yeah. And do they eat Swedish pancakes? A Whole New World is an Academy Award winning song. And Bellinotte is, is fantastic. A beautiful love song. But <laughs> Zach's I, dying. I feel like people know the spaghetti part more than they know the song. They do. <laughs> Swedish pancakes. <laughs> We used to have like a crepe between us. Oh, goodness. It's a crepey kiss. <laughs> On an Ikea table. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my vote. Oh, yeah, it's a whole new world. But I do what, love. What, what did you say? That, yeah, uh, Aladdin just beat Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Oh, of course it did. A whole new world's amazing. Literally a tear. Literally a tear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, T A R. Oh, finally, a tearjerker goes on. Uh, okay, a whole new world moves on. All right, as I try to gain composure, we move into our final Woo! matchup of this first round. And once again, we are just going to stop here. The The next show, we'll finish it up. But yeah. okay, we finish our first round with Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King? I can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue. Who? They'll fall in love. And here's the bottom line. You guys are a bunch of idiots for voting out Once Upon a Dream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Versus something there from Beauty and the Beast. She glanced this way. I, I thought, thought I saw. And, and when, when we touched, touched, she didn't shudder at my paw. paw. Wow. Yeah. 
It's the snowball that made them fall in love. Yeah. But then I also, I feel uncomfortable, and I've mentioned this on 19 other shows, yeah, but when he thinks yeah. in Lion King, so many things to tell her. But, but how to make her see? And she does like the long neck, like lusty neck lion line. thing. Uh, long neck, lusty lion. <laughs> I, my band's name in college. <laughs> Those, yeah, what kind of music did you guys play? Uh, gospel choir. Yeah, oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it actually makes sense. Yeah. Frollo was our <laughs> singer. <laughs> Frollo. <laughs> Wow, this show. Anyway. Oh, man. Uh, this is difficult because these are two classic songs from two classic Disney Something movies. there is obviously super whimsical, but this is the song that changes things for the Beast and Belle. And right? originally it wasn't there. Originally it right. was a song called Human Again, and it was like 11 minutes Zach, long. Zach, do you like Human Again? I know I it's in the musical. Uh, I yeah. do. And it's also been returned into the the cartoon in like later DVD Blu-ray releases. Right. Well, and the, apparently the creative team of Beauty and the Beast, they thought the Beast saving Belle was enough to kind of justify this dance. But then they said, no, no, we got to show more of this relationship and how it blooms. And yeah. this is the song does it. It's, it's a, a snowball. Montage. And, and frankly, I'm glad they did. You know, there's so many of these, like we talked about musicals last week. There's so many musicals where it's just a snap of a finger and their minds are changed. Yeah, and so I do like that they guessed. did show. Well, who'd have known? Yeah. I... They're both so good. But I'm going to vote are. for Can You Feel the Love Tonight because as a love song, looking at this as love songs, Can You Feel the Love Tonight is one you can kiss to. There you go, Kent. <laughs> yeah, lusty, long You can't do that lion. to something there before. Can you imagine kissing that one? <laughs> do something, something there? Yeah. And when we touched, you didn't shatter my paw? It's quite peculiar. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was eating spaghetti, then yes. I right. think I could kiss to something there. Because you have the regular, I mean, the movie version where it's sung, uh, sung by uh, Christy Edwards, I believe it is. And then you have the pop version by Elter John. Both, both versions are mm -hmm. good. And so I'm going to vote for Kenfield. What do you think, Kent? I love something there. I love it. Yeah. And I hate to eliminate it the first round. Really? But it's going out. Um, I also would go with Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah. So it's just like the song. It's, it's, it's good. It's really there's good. something there that wasn't there before. What? What's there, Mama? Which, by the way, scared. can I just point out that there's, uh, he says Mama, so it's his mother, but yes. Mrs. Potts seems really old to have a kid that young. Well, it's actually his grandma, but we didn't want to get into that backstory <laughs> because her, her daughter had shit, but it's just like adoptive sort of thing. That's for Beauty and the Beast 2 live action. Oh. Yeah. The Enchanted Stop. Christmas. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. <Okay>. Stop. <laughs> So, Can You Feel the Love Tonight moves on, and we are done with round one of our bracket. So there you have it. We have gone through the first round here. We hope you're playing along at home. And once again, I apologize for Spotify being an idiot and putting some. <laughs> go of these listen songs to the Spotify playlist. Yeah, go, go, go check it out. It's a good playlist. Sorry, our bias eliminated one of the most classic Disney songs of all time. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, Joel. You Sorry. should be. Sorry. I'm not, as always on these bracket shows, I'm going to hold a grudge for a long time and then forget about it until someone brings it up again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But let us know uh, how your bracket turned out. We, we'd like when people like fill them out and take pictures of them or submit them on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We like seeing what you have done and play it with other people and, and cause these kind of rifts in the family. It's fun. It's so fun. It's fun. Okay. Before we go, we'd like to thank our patrons. So from the I and the Listener category, it's Lady Terry A. Finley, Chris Drought, Sean Sanquist, Just Plain Old Kyler. Jennifer Kilkowski, Brayden Winterton, Babs, Alicia Bass, Adrian Gray, Glow Clint Daniel, Plot Twist Media, Adam and Rachel Crump, and Allison Gall. And from the Bacon Council, we have Nicole Deke Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan and Marley Farron, Stephen Ross, Mots, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Patrons, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for bearing with us, everyone.
Yes. Thank you for bearing with our singing and thank you for supporting us. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform Saturday nights at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page, Bacon Sale, and then swing by Twitter or Instagram at Bacon Sale. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale, where you can get yourself some merch. Rep the uh, podcast. People will ask you, why are you selling bacon? And you'll be able to tell them, it's this cool podcast I listen to. tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. And then if you like what's going on in the show, you want to support it further, you can go to patreon.com slash Bacon Sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You get some fun bonuses like extra behind the bacon content. You might get some uh, peek into the notes that Joel takes, which are extensive. Pictures of us twirling on a hill. Pictures of us <laughs> twirling on a hill. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time. Okay, bye. Thank you, Zach's mom. Thanks, Zach's mom. Thank you, VCR. (laughs) Okay, Belle, get your bread somewhere else. Can you buy five eggs? Is that cheap enough? Why? When does Seth Rogen show up? Shut your face. (laughs) Don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't say that. I'm not gonna say that in the show. This early in the show? Yeah. It's gonna happen, Joel. I know you hate Lion King. (laughs) Don't take it out on Simba's I Want Song. I like Lion King. You hate Lion King. You've always hated Lion King. And I hate you. (laughs) Do I think he's rather tasting? Joel, romance is great, but have you ever been sailing? Did you just grr? Randy Newman? No. Did you just grr? Randy Newman? Got some princess and some frogs. Sure, people ain't got no frogs. Elsa was ice. (laughs) Anna was vomit. No, no, no bodily fluids in songs. No, can't plan it. Makes it makes it better. This one's gonna hurt regardless. Why do you so hate much. so many things? Try loving stuff, I Zach. So Have you seen This Is Us? <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I'm crying. Just think uh-huh. about the title. I've got no strings on me. Be a real boy. Think of Batman pooping snakes. Every Moon time I think snake. of Batman pooping snakes, I kind of <laughs> glide like I'm lifting a little bit. That's your happy thought. Yeah, I got some dreams. Try everything except drugs. Why am I French? No, what? No. Vote first. Vote first, Zach. <laughs> My song is about farting. Okay, right. so the whole point of the cage match was then just to say that things fart. I want to be a man, man cub. It's because nobody these. wants to die on the inside <laughs> when they listen to it. Kent, can, can, you're giving your sarcastic facts. Oh, yeah, Joel. Seriously, you two. I know. Get a tangled room. Mama Coco. Oh, the Weezer song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that plays a hand. <laughs> well, that feels wrong. What's the matter with you? This is the night. What a beautiful night. Can't, can't grab the no, stop. No. Oh, they. That's disgusting. Oh, thanks. Why do we even have <laughs> Is that why the plate of spaghetti's been sitting on the table this yeah, whole time? We yeah. were setting it up. It's cold, it's very but it cold. was worth it. <laughs> no, gross. <laughs>